0: The following is the fourth hand protection. In
1: 1972, a Krakamano unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly, es- these men promptly escaped from a maximum security. Hey, hey, you, you might need to start that again. You should get some interference. In what the hell was that no idea but I, I bet i know someone who does conspiracy bot what are you doing right now
0: yeah just playing with my shortwave radio and screwing with you guys i'm listening to numbers stations i like them robotic voices are calming wait
1: you're talking about those old cold war era transmitting stations that they just sent out random numbers and no one knows why
0: yeah and there's still a bunch around today
1: that sounds like a
2: topic Guess we have a new plan this week. All right, kids, grab your decryption keys and find the nearest Radio Shack, because we're diving into number stations next on Hysteria 51.
1: They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread.
0: I think we're getting into a weird area here. you tell fools i not crazy? crazy. It's hysteria.
3: You can't handle the truth. truth. truth.
0: truth. truth. Brain has gone.
3: This is Hysteria 51. Ooh. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here.
0: They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the
2: podcast that isn't in the spy game. But if we were, we'd probably be a lot less James Bond and a lot more Austin Powers. This is Hysteria 51. Mr.
0: Robato is lying to us.
3: <laughs> Tell me something I don't
0: know. I open mouth kissed a horse once. Say what? That's something you don't know.
2: Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, we're your hosts and agents in charge on this field op into the unexplained, Brent Hand and John Goforth. Damn it, you
0: are handsome.
2: <laughs>
1: I was just thinking the same.
3: <laughs> we are sexy. We are sexy bitches, yeah. <laughs>
1: so we called it Audible this week and went with a topic on the guidance of Seabot. Never a good idea, John. Not at all.
0: Yeah. Never a good idea if you want to keep making a crap podcast.
2: <laughs> that other voice you've been hearing, like a chatbot with less personality, is the
0: one and only conspiracy bot. I got your personality right here.
1: I built CBot in my lab to research, edit, and produce a show. And as you can see from the opening, most of the time he just actively tries to ruin said show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's <laughs> pretty, pretty much
0: his, his motive. His, his, his MO, yeah. When you're right, you're right. But my goal today was to record all of these number stations.
1: How
2: can you record all of them? Uh, No one even knows for sure how many there are. New ones are constantly popping up, and obviously others are always shutting down.
0: 72.
1: Excuse me?
0: What? Did you fart? There are 72 active numbers stations at this very moment. Check that. 71 nepal number three just went down
1: wait 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 how is he what actually he's actually probably right when i originally was building him i thought i was gonna turn him into my own personal uber and uh, that didn't that didn't work out one thing led to another and i didn't want to add another seller data plan to summon him so instead i juiced up an old shortwave radio and had it installed and i don't know i sort of forgot about it to be
0: honest Thank God you you abandoned the Uber idea. Pedestrians with walkers or canes are worth more points.
2: Sometimes he just illustrates our points for us.
0: Uh, see, but, uh the question is this. Why do you want to record all of them? The lottery. If I can win the lottery, I can move out of this dump and get a real place. Be done with you meat sacks and start living my best life.
1: Wait, you think the numbers they read
0: off
3: are lottery numbers?
0: <laughs> yep. A guy on Reddit told me so. So just as soon as I finish recording, steal enough money from you to buy the tickets, and roll up to the gas station, I'll be on my way out of here. Smell you later.
2: <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right. Uh, well, yep. In the meantime, Brent, let's get to the topic and, and and talk to our fine listeners at home about what these number stations actually
1: are. This one actually—it's interesting. It's not so much a conspiracy. But, man, people have asked for this like crazy. We've had... One of our most requested topics. Absolutely. Right at the top. So, I mean, first and foremost, it's a radio station.
0: (laughs) It's a radio station. Ugh. Radio. Nothing worse than bad FM morning shows with tons of drops, campy jokes, gags, and useless characters.
1: And moving on. As I was saying, it's a radio station, but that... That's not that kind of radio station. Yeah,
2: not that kind. It's a shortwave radio station, right? And and if you don't know a ton about the electromagnetic spectrum, like uh, like Brent over here (laughs) uh, didn't, yeah, that's it. Uh, Shortwave doesn't mean it's like a small, short, local signal. It actually refers to the wave's length. Uh, The ironic part is that short waves are actually really good for bouncing off the ionosphere. Hence, really good for transmitting really, really long distances. Uh, By the way, bouncing
0: said signal off of the ionosphere has an awesome name. Skywave propagation. Weird. That's the name of my Transformers cosplay cover band.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, it used to be able to bounce off the ionosphere. Harp now has a... Transform the honest fear into just. Pure evil so it doesn't work like that anymore Oh it doesn't okay yeah, I'm sorry you, if you would have known If you'd paid attention well, read between the Lines on the when I was episode? talking in the ARP Episode yeah yeah, yeah yeah
2: I did see the Videos lately that uh, if you take a snowball And light it with a lighter
1: yeah It's not soot <laughs> it's just evil Collecting just on that. yeah <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> We're all we're all being damned straight nope. To hell yeah. by the government when it snows
1: And, and uh, <laughs> when they Talked to the person doing it and said well this is easily explained By science I don't trust science <laughs> <laughs> They've been
2: talking to the Flat
1: Earth Society right, right. again, unlike regular radio that you're thinking of, like when you're listening to Nick and Badger in the morning and you drive a little too far and lose the signal, these can be heard all over the world if you know where to look. That's why, like old a m stations traveled way farther than like your normal. FM uh, that you have now. Right, and these right. ham radio people, you know, they have, like, illegal boosters and stuff, and they could talk to people all over the world if they know what they're doing.
2: Obviously, the other big difference is these radio stations aren't playing the hits of the 80s, 90s, and today.
1: Well, <laughs> you might say they were pretty popular in the 80s. That's but true. It was That's more true. of the Cold War era, not <laughs> the... Uh, Corey Hart's sunglasses at night,
2: kind of hated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they, they they typically do exactly what their name tells you they do. They read off numbers. Yeah,
1: it's widely assumed that the stations are used in uh, spycraft, really, but no country or intelligence agency has ever "quote unquote" admitted to being the source, and their true function remains unknown. We'll get into more of the potential uses and, and origins in a little bit, but uh, there's no shortage of a these things and b people interested in them and recording them and it's one of those things that people hear this and they just get hooked on it yeah Yeah. and
2: it's been going on for so long and it's one of those mysteries that remains um
1: while everyone thinks they've solved it mm-hmm. uh, there's no conclusive proof so it remains unsolved yeah and we're actually we'll we'll dive into solving and unsolving these things later it, it's a it's a fascinating network how these things work also worth pointing out that uh, most of the stations used a
2: uh, speech synthesis uh, so synthesized voices yeah like a uh, computer voice um, a computer voice to uh to vocalize the numbers so hot <laughs> Oh, Lord,
1: <laughs> I wonder. Do we need to do we need to like roll him out of here? I got him an Alexa and he just talks to it nonstop.
0: Don't talk shit about my girlfriend like that or I'll shank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, although digital modes such as uh, phase shift keying and frequency shift keying ways they used to communicate as well as Morse code transmissions are not uncommon, meaning You can pick up on these things. Most stations have set time schedules or schedule patterns. However, other stations appear to broadcast at random times, Uh, almost like uh, it's an emergency. I need to break in. The other
2: uh, interesting thing is some of the stations that are on set patterns. There have been noted moments throughout history where an alleged, let's say, Russian station that is on a set pattern every 24 hours it broadcasts or every whatever. 12 hours before some sort of huge political upheaval event
1: will go off pattern. They call it like the the geopolitical synchronization with these things. Like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, Wait, why is it why is it no longer doing the thing it normally does? The vodka hear- <laughs> number station uh, just started chirping out a bunch of numbers, and then three hours later, some Yahoo with a political position gets killed somewhere, right? And you go, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> or, or, or the one that, to see here, I'm sure. The one that's normally just a
2: series of beeping and numbers. You can actually hear rustling paper, uh, <laughs> screaming in the background, <laughs> and then you read later that there are 30 dead Russians in in Siberia. Yeah, like, right? Uh, somebody did something wrong. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it.
1: <laughs> but there's a lot of history to these things. You know, these, like you you kind of said, they go back a long time. Before we get into exactly how they work, let's talk about that history, though, John.
2: Yeah. So the first known use of number stations was during World War I, believe it or not. Uh, possibly, possibly, the first listener was Archduke Anton of Austria. The, the numbers were transmitted in Morse code. Now, now if you think about it radios were only invented in like the 1890s yeah so it's still a a fairly new Uh, technology not
1: every house had one yet no i mean
2: the first radio stations didn't even appear until like the 1910s 1920s that would make number stations among the first radio broadcasts in the history of the world
0: robot
1: (laughs) it was morse code it was morse code not them uh those robotic voices
2: a robot can dream yeah, and Eddie Murphy was not around back then. <laughs> it's true. Until the you know, until time travel comes around. Have yeah. we carbon dated Eddie Murphy? We, ha- you know what? I haven't.
1: No, I can I haven't. I had. Nor, nor
2: have I. <laughs> Maybe he was exposed
1: to a, a nuclear fallout. Mm, so it would throw him off by like ten thousand years. years. Yeah. <laughs> we got to realize that we need to take care of this planet because we're going to be leaving it to the cockroaches and Eddie Murphy. You <laughs> know. <so. laughs> There's a lot of uh, discussion online about these. Uh, it, Wikipedia user Toto Cz claims he or she uh, has confirmed from the Czech Ministry of Interior that a Czech number station was in fact run by that country's foreign intelligence service for broadcasting into foreign countries, quote unquote. I get uh, all uh, of my political confirmations from wikipedia users. Yes, exactly, right? <laughs> a long debate ensues, you know, gasp, who would have think. Uh on the talk pages to where this source is valid enough to include on the main page. Uh that's important because we all know wikipedia is curated by users. And this guy's saying, "Well, I know cuz I heard it from this people and uh, I have an email to prove it." Yeah, and a lot of people are like, "Well, then include it." A lot of people aren't. I, I we thought that was kind of important to to put in here. Well, because it would be the only
2: Actual, um, it's, yeah, instance if it's true, the of, only, yeah, confirmed only, of, of a government saying, yes, we used a number station.
1: Yeah, but the consensus is that the email correspondence posted on someone's blog uh, doesn't meet Wikipedia's standards of reliability, which means. Almost everything that we talk about on this show doesn't meet Wikipedia's standards of reliability because it was an email of a photograph with bogus written over top of it and a picture of a Nazi, you know, high-fiving an alien. (laughs) Uh, we're gonna travel back to the magical year of 1998. The FBI cracked at least one number station, and the bureau actually arrested several suspected Cuban spies known as the WASP network. It just
2: sounds like a cabal of bad guys yeah. from uh, a various 80s
1: cartoon. <laughs> Yo, I'm Stinger. This is my friend Hornet. You know, like they have like some <laughs> terrible name. Hornet takes off his glasses slowly. Oh yeah.
2: we drive the b-mobile yeah actually that's not as imposing i suppose no no no
1: yellow jacket anyway during their arrest uh they discovered a decryption program that corresponded with the number station known as i'm mud dauber (laughs) no a little late to the game but that, that that one works too attention each broadcast began with the Spanish word for attention. So they thought they'd broke it, and then they found the decryption machine, so they're like, yeah, yeah, we were on the right track. Here's actually a sample of it. So the United States government's Evidence include the following three examples of decoded attention messages. What were they, John? The first one that they say they decoded said
2: prioritize and continue to strengthen friendship with Joe and Dennis. Which is really
1: like something I would send to my wife, like, Hey, we met those people. Be nice to them. Let's see if we can <laughs> hang out with them again. Nothing too nefarious so right be now. Be nice to the neighbors? Yeah. 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 Well,
2: I say arrest them, but let's see if we can get a little further. It was it was actually Joe Biden and Dennis Hassard. Yeah. <laughs> The second one, under no circumstances should agents German nor Castor fly with BTTR or another organization on days 24, 25, 26, and 27. We should note that BTTR is the Anti-Castro Airborne Group Brothers to the
1: Rescue. Man, Anti-Castro. What What's wrong? What was wrong with Castro. That, that was a joke. You <laughs> looked at me. Waiting. No, no. He's, he's still, you say
2: was, he's still alive. Well,
1: yeah. And he will be
2: forever. Ever. Everyone knows. Correct. Yes. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, and the third one, congratulate all the female comrades for International Day of the Woman, which was probably a uh, simple greeting for International Woman's Day. I'm looking
1: at these things and like, they don't seem to, fa- hey, hey guys, uh, say hi to these guys. Hey. Happy to be a woman. Congratulate you. Well, that was the tipping stone there where they're like, who respects women? women. (laughs) And the other
2: one. It was like literally telling him which seat to sit in. Yeah. Don't, hey, don't sit next to
1: those people. Yeah, were, <laughs> uh, I asked for a dry martini. Uh You call this a dry Don't fly with them.
2: Yeah, I mean, this now, isn't so bad. Gr-
1: granted, I'm sure when they went in for the arrest, there was a lot of more nefarious stuff. But Yeah, they probably didn't release the one that yeah, says, kill the president. Just on paper, that doesn't <laughs> seem so bad. Uh The thing about these, and you heard, and when we listen to these number stations... For me, you can't help feeling eerie. Like they just seem so damn spooky. Like when you hear like, beep 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 and then all of a sudden it breaks in like attention, or whatever, you know, what? 22719. What is four. it about
2: things like that that are so spooky? It's it um There's have nothing you ever outwardly been... scary per se of what is happening. Have you ever been it it, it really doesn't happen anymore, but when you were younger and stations w- would go off the air. Imagine, imagine. Right, you're in your living room. Your parents aren't home. Okay, it's midnight. Uh, they this play, concludes our broadcasting broadcast, day, and they play the song, and then it goes, yep. and you're in a dark living room,
1: and it wakes you up. Yeah. And that
2: was creepy. Yeah. Well, what is it about? Like these this is how le- I die? Electro- right? Exactly. <laughs> what is it about these like electronic messages when you're by yourself yeah. that are like. If that was
1: just a song, a normal if song, you ever, playing, if like you're you, ever by yourself and you don't want to feel alone, just throw that test pattern on. You'll feel like someone's there with you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know? That's the way it works. Not the right person, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, if you had just thrown on a, a, a the radio, yeah, you wouldn't feel creeped out at all. No. Like, what is it about these ele- uh, like uh, th- a number station is much different than what I just described, but they mm. both have the same effect
1: on you. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something about this cold, lifeless electronic tones and things like that. that yeah, just, like it's unsettling. Kind of. I don't, I don't know. I You know what? I think it
2: is. We all saw Superman four <laughs> and for peace. And we all know how the electronics can take over the body.
1: Was that four or three? Or was that three? I think it might have been three. I don't remember. I remember when the guy becomes the, the that was three, I think, when he comes the, the robot. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um it just seems li- Richard like Richard Pryor it, was somehow involved. That's three, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when they were gonna steal the money from the banks and, and crap. Yeah. So then we go to two thousand one. Anna Belen Montes, I don't know exactly how to say it, but a senior U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency analyst was arrested and charged with espionage. Now, the federal prosecutors allege that Montes was able to communicate with Cuban intelligence directorate through encoded messages with instructions being received through encrypted shortwave transmissions from Cuba. So their own uh, number station Then we go to 2006. Carlos Alvarez and his wife, Elsa, were arrested and charged with espionage. The U.S. District Court in Florida stated that defendants would receive assignments via a number station. And then in 2009, June, the United States similarly charged Walter Kendall Myers with conspiracy to spy for Cuba and receiving and decoding messages broadcast from a number station operated by the Cuban Intelligence Directorate to further that conspiracy. Man, it's just were crazy. Were Cuban spies just bad at it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we know other countries were doing it. I know, but like, we just kept like, what
1: are they using? Like, yeah, like,
2: like they're just all using old, uh, I love Lucy episodes yeah, as like, the cipher. Yeah,
1: right? Like, something, something really How do you
2: think like, we should, okay, how
1: do you think we should
2: decipher this one? And all they do is take the uh, words to Cuban Pete and lay it over <laughs> My, My name, name is Cuban Pete. Yeah.
1: Then, not to be outdone by Cuba though, of course it's been reported the United States has used number stations to communicate encoded information no. to people all no. over the world. Never. <laughs>
2: Never. We would we would not participate. We don't spy.
1: that's right i mean everyone knows
2: and if there is a country that's on the
1: up and up it's the united states of america everything we do is out in the open i don't
2: i don't believe this for a second
3: he's done awful things to people and he'll do awful things to you
1: probably the most relevant moment in the history of number stations comes november 9th 2010 what happened john
2: Treyarch released Call of Duty Black Ops and featured a number station in one of the cutscenes in the intro. Seabot?
3: <laughs> Ascension. 7 15 1
1: john's a huge call of duty fan I, I i i get sick playing it i get motion sickness i'm that guy <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah
2: but don't you say you can watch other people play no
1: actually i can't i can i actually feel better if i'm playing but if i'm watching other or there's like a split screen it makes me sick
2: oh okay that i just wanted to point that out because they actually had number stations in the oh, game of course of course
1: black ops number uh-huh. one
2: black ops number one is the best call of duty ever right uh uh, like the meme uh,
1: Tell me I'm wrong Or prove I'm What is yeah. it Yeah Change my mind
2: Change my mind Yes <laughs> Yeah Change
1: my mind So secret government messages And video games aside we, Which we all know They're evil And they've used them You know <laughs> Polybius, you know, so... Uh, right, right, and now Call uh, of Duty. Let's get into how they work. R- give us a rundown, John, of how these things work.
2: Well, first and foremost, there's some sort of sound that's repeated numerous times, and that it, that's kind of a calling card saying, hey, number one, we're about to give you a message. Uh, number so, two,
1: I'm still broadcasting. Noth- uh,
2: nothing to see here, but but we're still online. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yes, we are still an active station. Yeah. And so it, here comes the message soon, so get ready.
1: Now, that, Okay, you, yeah, so so what I was saying is a lot of times it'll be like for hours, days, months, beep, beep. beep. Oh, yeah, 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 And then they'll be like you said, then there's that telltale sign, be it uh, Yosemite Sandwich we'll get into, or, or whatever, sure. or a, or a song. A lot right. of them are a song and, and that's like here we go, get ready. But it, it and they do and they repeat it numerous times yeah, yeah, yeah. so
2: that uh it gives them time to set up and like get a pen and paper right. to write it down. Uh, now, oftentimes, as you mentioned, it's a few bars from a tune or a song repeated over and over, but not always. Uh, for instance, you mentioned Yosemite Sam. There there was a very famous one. It's actually called the Yosemite Sam Transmission. Uh, here's a clip.
1: They even made a cartoon character creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a few that are creepy. He, he kills people. Pepe Le Pew's a rapist. I mean, they were doing okay on their own. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, that's, that's Yosemite
2: Sam saying, Barmit, I'm gonna blow you to smithereens. Oh, wow. Thanks, John, for that. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> it is hard to make out, though. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah like yeah. what he's saying. Um, the cool part of this clip is it's preceded by that little that little burst you heard. Mm-hmm. Uh that's actually a data burst. Yeah. Uh that uh, according to the internet which has never been wrong has uh <laughs> has not been to this day has not been deciphered. Uh it's worth pointing out that the military often
1: use bursts like this. So they use these bursts and what they'll do is it's compressed data in in other words and um it, it is compressed in some way to where you know you me and joe schmo doesn't know what it is but if you have if you know how to uncompress it then that could have been a whole lot of data in one i don't know why burst. they haven't called me i know
2: WinZip. <laughs> you WinZip. just put, you run it through that's a true. WinZip
1: and it'll you yeah, uncompressed done <laughs> that's true ah oh, man i use seven zip or is that what it i is? don't even seven I, Dot dot seven Z. That's the the newer. It, it'll do WinZip also and uh, other forms of, of zipping. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> That's true. More typical <laughs> number stations. Do you hey, s- when
2: my computer's <laughs> on the Fritz, I call you. I'm like, you're like, what's wrong? I'm like, it doesn't turn on. <laughs> <laughs> you give me a little bit more than that. Uh, I push the button and it doesn't turn on.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. Uh they they get their name for a reason. These number stations because most do a series of seemingly random numbers, and these numbers are on their own are meaningless. You need a way to decode them. They're ciphers. We
2: love ciphers. Man, on this they show. if
1: it's like a bad penny, man, ciphers, Nazis, and reptilians. <laughs> can't help it. We I can't, know.
2: We it, can't get away from them. It, uh, it brings up memories of the Summerton man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like uh, obviously, Spy Game, Spycraft makes spy me shit.
2: wonder. Perhaps those numbers that were written on the book this, they found, maybe uh, the Summerton man was listening to, he was a, number listening station. to a number station. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's something we didn't even think we about. We
2: didn't at even that time. think yeah. about that. Case closed, solved. Go go back and listen to that episode, then come back.
1: We'll wait. So it's it's widely suspected that the intended listeners of number stations use a one-time pad method of decoding. So it it switches every time. And considered one of the only unbreakable codes, one-time pad encrypts a message with a simple letter replacement cipher, but the cipher changes with every message. And the recipient has a list of ciphers, each corresponding to a single message. And without the list, the ever-changing cipher... Cipher is same as impossible because Impossible
0: to defend. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: I, I guess with enough time and enough computers you could run every possible thing and come to it, but it's it's a needle in a haystack. Enough time with current computing technology
2: uh would be hundreds, if not thousands of years. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Quantum computing technology, however, uh they say that indecipherable ciphers could be done in minutes which is something that we're coming up on uh, within the next few decades you know, google google has a quantum computer mm-hmm. it's not working I mean, very well
1: but realistically yeah you know. you
2: know what they say the hardest thing about quantum computers is it's not it's not getting creator. them to not kill their creators <laughs> no that's cbot oh, okay no they I'm say laughing. That, they say that the hardest part about quantum computers is um isn't actually developing the technology it's writing software for them. Uh, now, I am not a computer expert, as was just evidenced by the conversation we had, but the way that quantum computers work, I'm not even going to try to get into it, but the way you write software, it's very hard to write software for all possibilities. Well, they say you take software that we that, have now. That's the way that quantum computers work. It considers all possibilities at once, um, essentially, and for lack of a better term, <laughs> and uh, and and writing software to... To, to work inside that environment is very Very difficult and that's why places like Google still can't figure it out very
1: well See the thing is you, you start with Like a normal you know what You would use for software and then you have to Do what's called a quantum leap Oh uh-huh. yeah And that's that's how you get there I, I know exactly what you're talking about Is the name of the computer Ziggy oh Oh, yeah, uh, th- I got all this information by Wikipedia user Sam Beckett. Ah, perfect. The thing is, the main reason this is that that they've basically never been broke. We mentioned uh, like the attention example earlier. Uh, but the way that was only broken after the FBI found the key. Hell, even the Enigma machine used by the Germans, we broke that eventually. No, no, no. Yeah. So like, (laughs) because that was reused. The Enigma machine, it was, it was, they got lazy. Yeah. 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 And we figured it out. These, they change every time. Like you said, it's a, it's a one and done throw it away. It's really crazy. There's this, there's this channel called dark five on YouTube. I don't know if you ever watch it and it's just a, a list of five things. There's no, um, there's no talking. They just throw words and it'll be like, one of them was like, top five spookiest number stations and when you go on there they'll play clips of them and it's always to like this eerie spooky background noise and so if you go out there and watch them they make these creepy things even creepier this is the kind of thing that Brent goes to sleep to. oh all the time i love dark five like they're five minute long videos of f- top five creepiest children to ever live and, <laughs> <laughs> and stories <laughs> and shit like that and uh yeah yeah and then i try to like wake my wife up baby Baby, I, I was just, I was just watching this thing. She's like, leave me alone. I don't want to know. I have bad nightmares. when you tell me the shit? She's <laughs> like, don't tell me that. As long, I see as, dead people. as long as you don't lose your, your, your pad and the, the quote unquote bad guy, good guy, whoever, uh, finds it. It's a pretty surefire way to be able to get information to and from people. And case in point the massive amounts of them that have been used and still are used around the world it's crazy to me because email gets hacked and binders and and crap get found and 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 thumb drives get found but trapper keepers Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Lamborghini on the front. That's the good one. Yeah, that was
2: always the good one.
1: <laughs> you really you make
2: a good point when you say how many there are. The evidence for anything in life working is how much of it there is right right? so whenever um you see one advertiser do something Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden 10 advertisers are doing it and 20 ever it's obviously working when people start emulating and copying and doing it over and over and also sustainability when it when it lasts for a long time and and it continues to be done and it's cheap as shit to to do this too for a government yeah well it's like a uh, speaker technology mm-hmm. speaker technology for the most part hasn't changed in 50 years yeah and the reason it hasn't changed
1: because it really works really well hey, Well, will look at amp technology you know it's funny the amplifier technology they made it then they changed it and they go oh shit the more Those uh smaller nice. it gets the worse it sounds now we're back to 1950s technology which costs an arm and a leg yeah right so um yeah, it's funny how some things grow with leaps and bounds and other things. You're like, yeah, we're just kind of there. Yeah. You know, and this works. If it's working, why change it? You know what they say, Brent? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right.
2: Unless it's unless it's bot
1: <laughs> Then just break them and don't fix <laughs> it. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> what the deuce. Yeah, don't worry about it. We're, co- we're joking.
2: We're joking.
1: Yeah. We kid. We kid. <laughs> So that's what they are, and and how they work, kind of. But when we come back, we're gonna get into examples of some of the most famous number stations. That's one of my famous. Yeah, you know, one of my favorite things is these these crazy stations out there, and, and which talk, is funny to say. It's it's funny to say the word same, famous when they're supposed to be secret. But yeah, exactly. And talk about their true purpose. All that after the break on more hysteria fifty one. <laughs> A, that was a numbers right there. That was your Morse code? Yeah, let's see if anyone can get it. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> God damn it, I give it away every time. I'm bad at mystery. You you are bad at a lot of things. <laughs> that was go fuck you two, not, not our listeners. You and Seabot can go fuck yourselves.
0: Uh, what?
1: What? Everyone what, what, knows what? I don't like you.
0: That checks out.
2: This this how did we get off to such a bad start so quickly?
1: What uh, happened during the break? Did I, you have like a bad I, burrito? I, I blame it on you coming in with those uh, breakfast churro things that you brought and, didn't, and not It's a 7-Eleven taquito, and they're delicious. <laughs> This time he brought in, he brought him, and he had him because they didn't sneeze on them. We stopped by this Seven Eleven a couple weeks ago. The guy opens up the bag, puts food in there, and sneezes.
2: In. No, 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 no. Dave, we're going to tell the story. Let's tell the story the right way. Uh, the man, I say, hey, I want to grab a t- couple taquitos. Oftentimes we're we're running late when we're going to be doing the show, and I just need to grab something just to just have something in my stomach. And uh, I grab two taquitos. Uh, the, the man opens the bag. Says, excuse me, I have to sneeze. That's right. Turns his head. And, you know, natural reflex is to sneeze into his hand. His hand has my open bag in it. Uh, sans taquitos. The taquitos aren't in there yet. Uh, sneezes directly into the bag. Mm. So the, uh, the. The snot and phlegm and refuse from his sneeze is directly in the bag. At 7-Eleven, they call that secret sauce. And then he turns back to me and goes, okay, which one do you want? <laughs> As in, he's going to
1: put it directly into that bag. <laughs> Meanwhile, Joe Peck is behind you. You're like, I don't, uh, I'm good. I'm Thanks. good. He sets that down, Joe Peck's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> now granted, he does grab a new bag, and Joe's like, oh, it doesn't bother me, man, I don't give a shit. He used tongs. <laughs>
2: I was angry that day. <laughs> oh, well. But I'll tell you this. If you ever go, it's not taquito, but it's right next to them. The Buffalo Chicken Roller.
1: The roller's okay. It's yeah. Pretty, yeah. Pretty damn delicious. A L- little spice to it in a good yeah. way.
2: I like it. Nation, we are back, and I hope you enjoyed our 7-Eleven story. And but- I, I just want you
1: all to know, 7, 26, 53. One hundred and forty two nine. <laughs> You'll get it. <laughs> How is that one hundred and fifty
2: three? You don't know. You, you. I mean, maybe try to figure it out uh, on a 16 number system.
1: No, my, mine goes up to four hundred and six. Oh, good. It's very advanced.
2: I'm I'm sorry for the last uh, three minutes or so. If you want to go ahead and what, go back what? in time and fast forward yeah, to that. You know,
1: go back in time. <laughs> yeah
2: but we are back, and we, we want to give you some examples of some of the more famous uh numbers other, other than what I just gave them is yes. yes, okay. So, so. okay
1: the the first one might be the the most famous um and it also sounds like the one of the Amtrak trains that comes out of Chicago.
2: Yeah, the Lincolnshire the, poacher. The Lincolnshire.
1: Oh. I ride the city of New Orleans all the time. I ride, you know, the the Lincoln Express. Or the boring. least threatening serial killer ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who are you? I'm the Lincolnshire
1: poacher. <laughs> wait, am I supposed to be intimidated by that? But then he realizes he poaches his victims, and it sounds a little bit not like like you would poach an egg. And you're like, right. oh, maybe it is. Maybe it's kind of bad. Yeah, but it's gonna take a while.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, just wait there in the water it's starting to get warm <laughs> no you really just need to wait there so they actually heard a clip of this uh seabot played in the intro yeah 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 so the station gained its commonly known name uh from the the english folk song that that starts the uh the the message the, the folk song is actually called the lincolnshire poacher that's the the uh interval signal is what they call mm-hmm. it it consisted of an electronically synthesized english accented female voice Yummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Uh, reading groups of five numbers. The, the final number of each group was always spoken at a higher pitch. Yeah,
1: it's funny. It's, it's like they're asking a question. One, two, three, four, five?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, attention to detail, if nothing else. Yeah. Because that could be like, they're, le- they're definitely letting you know that that's the end of the
1: group. Yeah, yeah. Like, li- like, stop. Like, if you get a telegram, you know, like, I need money. Stop. Right. You know. In jail. Know. Stop. Yeah. yeah. So the precise date that the Lincolnshire Poacher began broadcasting is unknown. However, it's estimated that the broadcast started around, uh, early to mid 1970s. That's when people started really noticing, taking notice of these things. Because when you live in random areas and you're, you're a couple things happen. First, you, you scan the radio stations. And number two, a lot of people have shortwave radios and ham radios and you're out there listening for things. And all of a sudden, there's this thing that just repeats all the time. You take note. And a lot of times, in I, I don't take this the wrong way, but some of these areas are not the most productive in the world. You know, they don't have a lot of amenities. And so a short rave radio might be one of the only things you have. Uh, They're not,
2: uh, you're saying it the wrong way. They're not the most exciting. Yeah. The, yeah. So, so it's a good way to, to pass the time. Exactly. It's, it's that or or, or watch Paw beat Moss more.
1: Right. So the amateur enthusiasts, uh, enthusiasts <laughs> have traced the location of the Lincolnshire Poachers Signal uh, to the Royal Air Force Akrotiri, a Royal Air Force base located in the Mediterranean island of Cyprus. So the station is believed to have been operated by MI6, British intelligence, and maintained by the Royal Air Force members that occupy that base. So I guess, you know. It, it drops the veil a little bit. On obviously, that. the British government
2: never came out and said anything about this. There were no. amateur radio folks who used some they, basic target, shortwave can, t- to try see to, where it's to triangulate now. the basic area, and they believe it was coming from this Air Force base. It is worth pointing out that's not an exact science. No. So it could have been 50 miles from there, and they wouldn't have. Yeah, but it's a pretty good. It, they, they, the, it's pretty good. They're, they're like, ooh. An air
1: force base, it's there. So, in looking this up, they said that you can triangulate those things. And it's not within like find line, my iPhone, but you, know? <laughs> you can find those things within feet, like a few feet. They said, like if you have good equipment. I don't think it was that exact. I, I mean, I am just saying what, what they I know. Found it was on, on Cyprus.
2: Mind. That's yeah. that's
1: definitive. They said that you can triangulate a lot of these trans, these uh, transmissions and stuff to a, a pretty, pretty uh, close area. Regardless, two thousand eight July, it stopped. And see about let's hit us with another clip of that.
2: Nine, seven,
1: one, five. Oh man, that song. Not to be outdone though, we got Swedish Rhapsody. If
2: that song from the Lincolnshire Poacher is the creepiest song or the creepiest beginning, mm-hmm. uh, Swedish Rhapsody is definitively the creepiest,
1: then voice. Yeah, right, right. Among number station enthusiasts, the Swedish Rhapsody number station is one of the most well known and probably. Like you said, the creepiest to listen to. And it broadcasts from Poland since the 70s. And the transmission included a music box version of Swedish Rhapsody Number no. 1 by Hugo Alvin. 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 Uh, followed by a child or female voice reading off numbers in German punctuated by the word Achtung. Achtun". Achtung. Akhtun, baby. <laughs> Believed to be of Polish or East German intelligence. The, the Stasi. Stasi. Yeah. The original transmission ceased broadcasting in 1997, but continued in different variations until 2007. And here's a clip of that. Uh, So that voice, yeah, it is. It, have it, fun sleeping tonight. I told you, you watch these things, you listen to these things, and it, it, it's probably synthesized. You know, if it was a, a real person, they figure if I was reading on this one, they said if it was a person reading it, they synthesize it. Could have even been a man. No, yeah, it's just, it gives you kind of chills. Either that or you're the, the Polish guy who was
2: originally put in charge of the station. You're sitting there with your family and they're like... You need a young female voice. You've got a daughter. So he literally had to sit there and make his daughter yeah, every day. Yeah, right. All right, honey, read these numbers. Daddy, I, I want to go out inside and play. No, Okay,
1: after seven hours of reading these numbers, yeah, you can. Yeah. The other thing, I would go as far as to say this one is the one that I heard of first, the buzzer. UVB-76. Oh, yeah, UVB-76. Uh, it's, it's Like I said, the buzzer, it's been broadcasting since the 70s, and... Still active, yeah, you can uh there there are links on the internet
2: that you can go listen to it right now, oh. uh, obviously, it's not always broadcasting right, right,
1: but um, it consists of repeated buzzing noise, and every few years the buzzing is erupted. Let me say that again, every few years, the buzzing is interrupted by a Russian voice reading off a series of names and numbers, and the buzzing noise seems to be generated manually, and occasionally telephone conversations and banging noises in the background can be heard. We need to uh, do a little research and see if
2: the uh, the Russian voice reading off the series of names and numbers happened recently when that guy in uh, the UK was assassinated was poisoned.
1: Right? <laughs> The crazy thing about this one is, and what they're saying, it's almost like there's a mic keyed on a desk, and there's a box next to it playing this buzzing sound. Because every once in a while, Yuri's on smoke break, and you hear him. You can hear him talking with his buddies and stuff faintly in the background, like it's like. Or and then and then
2: sometimes things get kind of crazy in the office, and you can hear like um, people yelling in the background. They're like, oh, oh, oh. Bad things are happening. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. And these things you can find when this thing sparks up, people record it and put it out there.
2: It's hard to find examples of a normal day on UVB 76 on YouTube or or just anywhere that you would find examples of this, all you find are examples of the weird days.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And due to, you know, people finding out and the popularity online, UVB-76 moves its transmission location uh, sometime in 2010, they did. And two groups of urban explorers traveled to remote Russian town of... Povorovo, in search of military. Uh, that was actually pretty good. I think I think I got that one. Uh, searching for a military bunker that the signal had originated from uh, for over thirty years, but. The military outposts had been abandoned. Hey, qu- quick question. What do we have to do to be labeled urban explorers? Uh, I- I'll tell you because I, I love the urban explorer uh, YouTube channels. Just go investigate places you're not supposed to be and <laughs> film it. So can we like go the-, the
2: abandoned warehouse a mile from here if we just go yep. kind of kick in a fence? Are we urban uh, explorers? Uh,
1: yeah. It's a real, real classy way of saying uh breaking it in yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like to uh investigate quote unquote uh, R- minor N- felons K all day is one of the uh one of the the stations or the the the, sh- the channels i like on youtube and he just goes to crazy places it's always weird when they go into like these old hospitals or something they will in the basement it'll be like a server room or something and it's still on and you're like <laughs> i wonder why you know what i mean like is it just so happened or like is there something nefarious about that? Bitcoin mining.
2: Right. Who knows? You know how else you'd be an urban explorer? All those things you see on the Internet of uh, the pictures of malls that haven't been populated for 30 yeah, years.
1: Right, right. So we told you these guys, they look for this place. Oh, look, a Babbage's. <laughs> they find an old, these abandoned military outposts. They did find a book that contained a log of messages that allegedly confirmed that UVB-76 was run by the military by the russian military
0: i think that the that's what they want you to think uh, who i mean I, I usually agree that that's
2: what they want you to think but but specifically who in this case hashtag pizza gate perfect
1: <laughs> perfect just say words he's heard us he, say he he's literally, like your kid yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dada pizza gate hitler stop it. <laughs> stop, it. <laughs> stop it we're in public <laughs> let's listen uh let's listen to a clip of that So fun, that's the word I'm looking for, fun, yeah, just, like I said, that buzzer, like I said, it's being broadcast, there's a keyed mic there, and just just going to town all the time. Little known fact on Russian television, that's actually 30 minutes of that, is a sitcom. <laughs> Are you ready for the buzzer, comrades? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> then we got Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. What's that one, John? A Wilco album. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> According to the legend, this number station, also known as E one zero or E ten, was run by Israeli intelligence and originated in Tel Aviv. Mossad. And they're in broadcasting since the sixties. A little bit older. E10's transmissions were heard 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they consist of a woman's voice reading the phonetic alphabet. Like Yankee Hotel and Foxtrot. And in 2010, the broadcast became less frequent and finally stopped altogether March 1st of 2011.
2: And I wasn't kidding. Yes, Wilco fans, the band did name their classic 2001 album after a segment they heard on E10. So what you're saying is uh, Wilco uh, was Jeff a little Tweedy.
1: Jeff Tweedy's one bad mother. Yes, yes, he is woke. Do you think Jeff Tweedy listens to this podcast? Uh, You know what? Uh, If he doesn't, I'm just going to start listening to uh, Sunvolt. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe some Uncle Tupelo out there somewhere. I don't know. We'll figure it out.
2: I'm only listening to the Jayhawks from now on.
1: (laughs) Rock shock. (laughs) Oh, wait, not the same Jayhawks. No, it's not. Not quite the same. not, Not at all. Here's. So, uh, here is a little taste of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot.
2: The number station, not the album. We aren't going to get sued. Yeah, right. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot.
3: Message. Message. Group 9-4.
0: Group 9 four, six.
2: It's it's one of my favorite ones because it's got the it's got the indicator Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, and then it actually says, "Here comes a message." Here, you know, message, right, message, right. and then the message starts. Yeah, it's yeah, great. It's like,
1: hey, hey, listen, <laughs> it's it's. I love it. Listen, yes, I mean, we could go on. There are literally dozens and dozens of these. They're all creepy. If you want to hear According more, to Cbot seventy one. Right, if you want to hear more, best place is the. Conet project on the internet c-o-n-e-t yeah it's part uh, of it's the internet ar- archive yeah yeah just google c-o-net connet uh project you'll find it and if you want to hear the ones that are live there's a lot of places you can hear them being broadcast and uh, who knows sleuths maybe you'll maybe you'll crack a code out there and get get killed by the stasi or something yeah well, you know <laughs> have some fun so we've uh we've played we've told a little backstory we've talked about them, we played them the hell are they for, John? Why are these out there? I think that there's it's obvious. Uh there's only one potential use, uh extraterrestrial communication. I mean, they wouldn't triangulate or bounce off our satellites. They'll use shortwave communications. Yep. I mean, here, here. Oh, we're getting one now. Yep. That's just coming over our speakers. So, so whenever weird.
2: we want to speak to Zeta Reticuli, we actually send them past the ionosphere. We don't yeah. bounce them. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we say hi, uh, and we say hi
1: via, via angry Russian voices. Yeah, my grandpa's ham radio. Who knew it had <laughs> so much potential. My grandpa was a ham radio operator. Uh, illegally. He did not have his license and he had this huge ham radio set up. So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> What a rebel! <laughs> what a rubble. He put, he yeah yeah he's like I'm talking to a ship captain in the Azores. <laughs> cool, grandpa. Can I have a popsicle? <laughs> he keeps saying sos, SOS. Yeah. Like I wonder why my grandpa's over in there in his in his room we didn't go into going Yankee Postrot. <laughs> yeah, Hotel Lima Delta Peru seven nine four what's going on uh, nothing uh, I'm, I'm smoking don't come, in
2: he'd come out he'd come out after four days soot all over his <laughs> face hair disheveled <laughs> What? what's going on grandpa Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all.
1: Mind your own business.
2: If if four black sedans show up, ignore them.
1: <laughs> all right.
2: So yeah. Uh. Done. <sighs> and show's over. It's it, aliens. It, it's, it's aliens.
1: A, this actually might be one of the first ones that's not aliens. It, John. It,
2: yeah. Yeah. And it. And you don't even actually see people really. Alleging no, they don't even anything.
1: go there with yeah. this one. You know who's a, a big. It, before we get into the whole government stuff criminals yeah drug runners the mob i mean it's got so much potential for so many nefarious reasons it's a messaging
2: service Mm -hmm. you can use messaging services however you want. it's like a whatsapp you know the the really popular Mm -hmm. messaging service uh it's really popular over in asia um it is untraceable the the messages disappear people say they like it for privacy Mm -hmm. it's also used by a lot of uh, a lot of criminals cr- criminal elements Send so it, you know so it
1: forget it so there, number state
2: essentially what i'm saying is n- number stations are the whatsapp of the cold war
1: well and then you get into the whole terrorists you know if another same thing you want to you yeah. want to uh, be able to coordinate things you're going to use it that way and it's a lot easier to uh, hide things when they're you know they're in plain sight and not like yeah. you're trying to erase your hard drive or or, or this that and the other right Finally, the big one, the one everyone knows, you know, it's it's true. We've we've got we've tried people for this reason. Huh. Spying. Spies.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, time to change. Technology's evolved. We talked about that, but it might still be the best way to communicate. If you have agents in the field, shortwave number stations, they they seem low tech, but they probably remain the safest option for transmitting information um, to to spies, uh, a lot of espionage es-
1: experts still believe that to this yeah, day. Yeah, nobody has found a more convenient, uh, or even expedient way to communicate with agents, says Rupert Allison, an author specializing in espionage issues and writing under the pen name Nigel West. There's what no a way, beautiful he... British name. He just took it from me. There's, I was about to say, "There's no way he's British, is there?" Yeah, I bet he was a lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> their sole purpose is for intelligence agencies to communicate with their agents in denied areas, an area where it is difficult to use a consensual form of communications and Allison says, and a former GCHQ British intelligence service officer who does not wish to be named. uh, Not that he told us this, (laughs) but uh, whose duty was to intercept signals towards the UK and search for these number stations in the 80s is also adamant that they were broadcasting to agents of the field or in residencies or directed straight to embassies.
2: I I always thought that was funny that so much espionage activity took place at actual embassies yeah like talk about right under your nose so we uh, like you think you'd think you'd do that in like some sort of abandoned warehouse down you know
1: (laughs) a couple of miles away not in the actual embassy so john and i actually know someone who worked with the nsa and i i'm not going to say what country they were quote-unquote spying on but they worked in a shop across from an embassy that had uh tracking gear and stuff like that that was intercepting calls and things like that he said they even had this thing that would like um intercept like digital pictures and broadcast them back mirror image and they'd flip them and they could see what was on screens and shit like that. So, yeah, like uh, they know embassies are doing. yeah, <laughs> what a great place, who might have said it best is uh this guy named uh,
2: Aiken Hernandez. He's actually the founder of the Connet project we mentioned before that uh that has has recordings of all these number stations. He said this system is completely secure because the messages can't be tracked. The recipient could be anywhere. And it's easy. You just send the spies to a country, get them to buy a radio, and they know when to tune in. It's completely
1: one way. They're not responding. They're just listening. And it is great. And that's why it's still going on now. There are other ways. There's the deep web, the dark web. You know, you can go to these onion sites and a lot of things. People think that things are tracked through there, but you know what? You can't beat the oldies and the goodies, which is everyone's got a radio. You might not be able to run into your local radio shack as much anymore, but every vehicle's got a radio. You can go get an old ham radio outfit, go to Craigslist and someone's got it and you're listening no matter where they're at. You and, know? and they are, they
2: are trying to do the updated versions of these nowadays. There is a, uh, a channel on YouTube that you can go look at right now that's a series of tones and patterns mm-hmm. called Web Driver Torso.
1: Yeah, and it's not only sounds, it's also like color patterns that, that move across the screen. Right, and... Um, sounds like you're taking a hearing test.
2: A, it does. Yeah. It really does. Allegedly Google sort of took credit for it and said they put it out there to test technology. There's also a lot
1: of things that people put out that are actually the government seeing if people can crack it Then they're like, "All right, you want a job?" Right. And you know, some people said Starfighter like style. Yeah, 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 or you know, the 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 cicada and all, you know crazy shit right. like that, you know.
2: There was also uh, a858 which was on Reddit. Reddit yeah, is a subreddit. Yeah. Uh and uh a a, a Eventually, some people came out on Reddit and said, oh yeah, we did that. It was just a, a puzzle uh, for a private company that we're not going to tell you the name of, which... Once again, they said, we
1: cannot disclose the purpose. A858 will end when the purpose is disclosed or discovered. Yeah. So uh, so that's what they want you to think. But
2: but, uh, once again, these are kind of cool mysteries that have not been um, unraveled. Mm -hmm. There's even a podcast that is called Number Station. And it's
1: just a British dude's voice reading numbers. I think the thing is, and we're both agreement on this, it's obviously spies. at least that's what it's been used for until now when we're getting a little bit more popular and people are using it to like you know, have some fun well I guess i the only thing I'm not sure about is
2: nowadays
1: is, that's what I was saying yeah is yeah, exactly. is it
2: still spi spot- like I don't think the u s government is still using number stations i I doubt it and the reason I think is this we we mentioned um meanwhile the guys like. Are- <laughs> You idiot! Uh, the reason I think is this: I, I I do believe that technology is always a bit more advanced than we realize. You know, we talked about how we had the oh, uh, the, the stealth fighter. You know, years before we knew it. I, I I'm I'm guessing that quantum computing is probably further along than we realize. If the federal government actually, or if the, if the U.S. government actually knows that, then they know that these codes and ciphers are going to be broken fairly soon. So they probably would stop using them.
1: Yeah, probably. Now, I just, Lithuania, I Lithuania? They're probably still using them. That's all ab- a lot of ifs. So I don't know. You know, we don't, well, don't. So know. is this entire podcast. It, well, I mean, <laughs> but the only if, it, it's not ifs though. Like we're saying, they do exist. So we know that they were used for nefarious reasons. Are they still? I don't know. But, um, but I think it's fun I, to speculate. I do agree that, uh, I think that,
2: like whether it be drug runners or terrorists, they've picked up where governments have left off. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that not every number station right, out there right. is a an official government.
1: So what are we missing? What's the 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 smoking gun that we're missing? Tell us, nation. How can they tell us, John? Get on Facebook, search Hysteria Nation
2: and join the conversation. If you haven't done it yet, please do. We have a lot of fun in there. We talk about the topics that the topics of the week, the topics du jour, but we also talk about a lot of other
1: fun things. And while you're on Facebook, go to Facebook.com slash hysteria fifty-one pod. That's our normal page. Uh, you can find this and all our other episodes on there. Also on Twitter at hysteria fifty-one pod. Look up Hysteria 51 podcast on Instagram. We've been using that a lot lately, popping up a lot of pictures, pictures of John's kid on there and and all of us and our shenanigans. You can also leave us a voicemail, 773-669-7277. Again, 773-669-7277. And if you forgot any of that, didn't write it down, weren't
2: recording the number station slash Hysteria 51 just go
1: to our website hysteria51.com all that and more's on there don't forget to tell a friend about the show with that said i've been brent i've been john he's been conspiracy bot stay
3: woke
0: meat sex it was terrible it was just terrible i'll never get over it as long as i live
3: That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it?